Welcome to the Free the Wage Slave podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping frustrated nine to fivers get out of the rat race and succeed working for themselves. I'm Sky Kilji, a former corporate insurance wage slave who now travels the world year round working from my laptop. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's April 10th, and I'm recording this because I published a new blog post just two days ago. And the title of the blog post is Finding Your Purpose, What the Gurus Don't Want You to Know. Now, I wrote this because one of the most frequent questions I get is, how do I figure out my purpose? How do I know what to do with my life? And I see this every single day that there's good people who are motivated to do something with their life, and they're not starting because they haven't figured out what their purpose is. And I want to reveal something to you. I don't know what my purpose is. And I made this episode, recorded this episode and wrote that blog post to tell you that you don't have to wait. So I'm going to walk you through that blog post and I hope this is helpful for you. If it is, I'd love it if you could share this with anybody who needs this message. And it would really mean a lot to me if you could review this on the Apple iTunes store. All right. Well, with that said, let's get into it. So finding your purpose. Well, I'm going to start with some controversy here. I personally think that finding your purpose is bullshit. You've got these guys who from the stage are telling you, hey, you guys, you need to find your calling. You need to find your purpose in life. And it, you know, it feels like every single personal development book that we read starts with discovering what we're here to do. And look, to be honest with you, if you're not one of those people who just knows, you know, like some people are born just knowing what they're here to do, pretty much out of luck. The other people have that moment where they get that lightning bolt of inspiration Often you hear the stories of entrepreneurs and they'll tell you, you know, I was on a train and it was rush hour and it was really hot on there. And this thought came in and it just consumed me. And I went home and I started writing and then I had the plan to build Microsoft or Apple or, you know, whatever it is. That doesn't really happen to most people in my experience. What does happen to most people is they wait for that lightning bolt of inspiration and life is pretty much on pause until they receive it. So what I see is quite toxic. What's supposed to be motivational in going to all these seminars and reading these books actually makes you feel useless and your life is slipping away and you're pretty much on the sidelines just watching it happen. You still have that desire inside of you to actually do something, but the confusion of what to do is just overwhelming. Well, the purpose of this recording and of the blog post is to tell you that you don't have to wait. You can be happy and fulfilled even if you never find your purpose. And if you'd prefer to read the blog post version of this, you can find it at freethewageslave.com forward slash finding dash your dash purpose. That's freethewageslave.com forward slash finding dash your dash purpose. Now listen, this is the message that I want to get across to you. You can be happy without a purpose. And actually it's possible even if you don't have a clue what you're here to do, if you feel like there's a big fat hole inside of you, you're guessing your way through life, hoping that it will become clear at some point, even if you dislike the work you do and you just do it because you don't know what else to do, even if you feel lazy, lost, guilty, useless, and maybe you find yourself saying things like, well, look, no one will pay me to sit on the couch watching Netflix. And maybe you just wake up every day tired, even though you sleep a lot and you don't really do that much. Well, before I tell you how things are going to work, let me tell you how I discovered this. And this really is going to reveal to you the number one mistake that I was making. And it's the number one mistake that most people make when trying to find their purpose. So listen, I'm the guy who's got 50 unread books constantly on the side and I'm still buying more. 
I've taken every single online quiz. I even know what type of shark I am, hammerhead, in case you're wondering. I flew across the world on New Year's Day to attend a seminar because I couldn't wait for it to come to me. And at various points in my life, I spent a month's rent on mentors and coaches. And look, some of it helped, but after all of it, I'm still no clearer on my purpose. I've got vague ideas like protecting the vulnerable, helping 10,000 people quit nine to five, launching an entrepreneurship academy, opening an animal sanctuary. And you know what? Maybe none of them are my purpose. Maybe all of them are. I don't really know at this point. And, you know, to be honest, it's always been like that. Here's what I think is the problem with all of that searching. With every piece that you uncover, you go on another search. So you find something that feels like your purpose. And then you go deep into that. And you then end up confused because at some point you realize, hey, maybe this isn't my purpose. And you start to judge yourself. And that can become self-hatred when that cycle is repeated over and over again. It becomes a toxic cycle. And, you know, despite that, what I discovered is that there is an alternative that I don't really see anybody talking about. Everybody seems to be hung up on, hey, you have to find your purpose before you can, you know, move forward with your life. So here's what I discovered. And it reveals how you can be happy without a purpose. And actually, it doesn't come from me, some guy off the internet. It comes from a noted psychologist. And here it is. Here's what everybody's getting wrong about finding your purpose. So where I discovered this was I was rereading Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl a couple of weeks back. And this quote just leapt off the page at me. And I quote, Ultimately, man should not ask what the meaning of his life is, but rather must recognize that it is he who is asked. In a word, each man is questioned by life, and he can only answer to life by answering for his own life. To life, he can only respond by being responsible. Man's Search for Meaning Victor Frankl. When I read that, I was like, whoa, each man is questioned by life instead of me questioning life. He can only respond by being responsible. It was like a total mic drop moment. And listen, I don't really think I understood the full point that he's conveying. He's a mind far greater than mine. But what I think he's saying is that life's going to show you what's important. And then you decide whether you go down that path or not. So I started thinking after that, like some examples of, you know, people in my life and people that I've met over the years. So for example, maybe if you suffered something like domestic abuse, your purpose can become helping others avoid that same fate, that same thing you went through. That's a kind of moving away from motivation. In other cases, you're drawn to something like you might be drawn to the arts and you decide to dedicate yourself to that. That's definitely possible. But what I think that quote reveals most of all is that finding your purpose is a myth. I feel that it's just smoke and mirrors that keep us searching while the personal development industry just milks us for more money. There's always more courses, more books, more online masterclasses. And listen, if I'm being real, it's more frustration, more self-doubt and more feeling lost. So instead of what I consider to be chasing a ghost, here's something else that you can try. And here's my cheesy title that I came up with. The simple process to be smile so hard, your cheeks hurt happy without finding your life purpose. Smile so hard, your cheeks hurt happy. I don't know, when I wrote that, I just thought that sounds good. That sounds like something I'd want. So what I really thought about of how do you be happy without finding your life purpose? And I really just thought about that for a long time. And what I came up with is life starts to feel good when you feel useful. This morning I woke up early, I worked out, I got a lot of work done. And even though I finished way earlier than I usually did, I felt better because I felt useful. 
What I also realized is that when you dedicate yourself to something greater than yourself, you start to feel good. So to feel happy, to me, it's as simple as, hey, figure out what it is that you'd like to commit to, even if it's only for now. It doesn't have to be, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. It can just be, I'm called to this. I have a feeling inside me that I need to pursue that thing. It might not be for my life, but I give myself permission to go down that path and I'm going to commit to it. So the question is, if that sounds good, how do you do it? Well, I would tell you that step one is to stop searching and start listening. So if Viktor Frankl tells us that life demands a purpose from you, well then stop searching and start listening. Listen for life demanding that purpose from you. Pay attention. Forget that bolt of lightning purpose bomb moment that probably doesn't exist. And instead, just watch out for life's gentle cues. What are the things that are curious to you? What are the events that just keep on recurring in your life? I think what you'll find is in those moments, you'll find the projects, the people, the careers, and the causes that actually matter to you, even if it's just in that moment. Listen, after 10 years of searching, that shift alone brought me a lot more peace and fulfillment than constantly reading another book and taking another quiz to try and figure out my purpose. And actually, I think you can get the same if you just go through a couple more exercises. So speaking of which, step two, I'd tell you just forget being fancy. Your purpose doesn't need to win you a Nobel Peace Prize. You're probably not Elon Musk. Your purpose doesn't have to be saving humanity like Elon's. Really, look, if you're genuinely called to do something that big, more power to you, go ahead and do that. I'm never going to kill anybody's dreams. But on the other side, just make sure that you don't choose something that you think sounds good to other people or something that you're just not even going to be able to make a dent in. Like, I want to save humanity too, but I just don't have the resources or the ability to do that in the same way as Elon. So I can do it in a different way that is you know, true to myself and I can make an impact and I can make a dent in so I don't feel like a failure. I don't feel demotivated. So keep it simple. Focus on how you live as a person, things that you can actually act on like right now, today. What could you actually act on today? So some examples, it could be maybe you just want to be the best mother. And if you look to history, Rose Kennedy, the mother to JFK and Bobby Kennedy, that was her thing. It was raising world leaders, being the best mother to raise world leaders. Maybe your purpose is just to heal others, as simple as that. And you could do that today by saying some kind words to somebody, texting something thoughtful, maybe sending some books to people you know that need help, and any other small gestures of care. So to me, purpose, whatever that means, is things you can do today. So stay with simple. Do things that you can live every single day because you can actually start making a difference in the world today. And you know that boosts your self-esteem far more than any $97 unlock your confidence code course will, you know? All right, so let's get into some of the practical stuff. How do you solve your finding your purpose problem? So listen, you might be here thinking, all right, Sky, you know, I'm sold on this. It sounds good. But you might have questions and you're going to know what to do with your life in just a few moments as we go through these questions. What I can't do is promise you that it will last forever. But I can tell you that it is going to be what you need to do right now. And you can always come back to this process later when it's time to figure out the next direction that you'd like to go in. So I would recommend that you pause at this point, grab a coffee, get a pen and paper, and get ready to answer some questions. So the first question, what are two qualities I most enjoy expressing in the world? 
Now, on the blog post version, there's a list of personal qualities. And you can just Google list of personal qualities and you'll find a list. It's going to give you different qualities, different character traits. I want you to go through that list and choose two that resonate the most. If you have too many, use the this or that process. For example, let's say I choose compassion and curiosity as my two, and I've already got one on my list, so I can't have both compassion and curiosity. Well, if someone forces me to choose one of them, which would win, I would say compassion or curiosity, and I would go with compassion. If it was kindness and status, I'd go with kindness. So just by comparing the two, you'll feel which one is right for you. Keep doing that for everything on your list. Compare them against each other until you're left with just two, and then write your two down. Step two, I want you to make a list of your heroes. Now you might say, hey, I don't have heroes. But throughout your life, I'm sure you have. And it could be, you know, a superhero or a sportsman. Maybe as you were younger or, you know, growing up, you admired somebody. Who did you want to be like? Who did you admire? Who influenced you? Even if you thought like, you know, I could never be as great as Mahatma Gandhi, but he influences me because, you know, he's fair to everybody and he's kind. Whatever that is, just make your list, okay? So for me, it was Judge Dredd. He protected the innocent and he dished out justice to people who needed it. It was Ryan Giggs. He was a winger for my team, Manchester United, and he was just such a true professional. Cristiano Ronaldo, another Manchester United winger, and I loved his relentless work ethic. Jay Abraham, a marketing legend who was responsible for over $1 billion in sales throughout his career, a lot of it pre-internet, which is impressive. And Dr. John Demartini, a genius who's changed millions of lives, mine included, and he's just a super, super smart person. Now, once you have your list, I want you to look for what's common. Now, why I told you my list is because here's what's common on that list of people I just ran you through. They're all high achievers. They're successful in their field. They all came from normal backgrounds. So that's attainable to someone like me from where I came from. They all stayed humble. They didn't become dicks when they made it. They're true professionals, they're hardworking, and most of all, they're dedicated to mastering their craft. And lastly, they brought joy to others and basically made the world a better place. So that's my list, that's common. And once you have that list, and you can pause this right now if you need a few minutes to do it. Once you have that list, ask yourself this, have those traits shown up in your life? Even if you haven't achieved as much of them, have those qualities appeared at times? So for me, these people were high achievers. Well, I can definitely say that I strive for success in everything that I do. They came from normal backgrounds. I help people from normal backgrounds become successful with Free the Wage Slave. They stayed humble. I definitely make a point of treating everybody equally from you know, the hotel maid to the taxi driver to everybody that I meet. Everybody's completely equal. They were true professionals. I always try to act professionally and I put the work in to be the best. These people were all dedicated to mastery of their craft. And I definitely try and do the same in, in the things that I do. And they all made the world a better place. And I try to make the world better, and, you know, free the wage slave and everything I do is completely free. That's my way of doing that. Look, I don't have the billions of pounds that they do. I don't have the fame that they have, but those same qualities of my heroes are alive in me. So I ask you, what about you? What of the qualities from your heroes are present in your life? And now here's an important thing, that list that you have of those traits, one final check, make sure that they're not traits that you wish were present, but they're traits that actually are present. 
which means somebody else could come in and look at your life after, you know, knowing you for a small period of time and be able to say, yeah, that's how I would describe that person. That tells you that it's present in your life. It's not just wishful. Okay. All right. So question three, and this is my favorite question. What is your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? Yes, shit sandwich. Thank you, Mark Manson, for that question. It's a simple concept and it's easy to remember because it's such a strange thing to think about. Strange and disgusting at the same time. Well, the concept is simple. Everything sucks some of the time. So whatever you do, you're going to actually invest a lot of time into it. Your work counts for about 90,000 hours of your life. That is 10 years of your life you're going to be working. And it's not all coffee and cupcakes, okay? Sometimes you have to kiss someone's ass. A lot of that work you're going to do is going to suck. You're going to do work that you know is pointless. That's probably going to be wasted at some point. You're going to have clients fire you. Maybe they're going to give you negative feedback if you're a freelancer. And it just means that you have to care enough about what you do. Because otherwise you'll jack it in when those setbacks happen. So the question to really know what your favorite flavor of shit sandwich is, really that's just an intention grabbing headline and you know, it's to get you to understand the concept. The real question here is what am I willing to work on 10 hours a day, every day, even when the work sucks? For me, I'm always going to learn, I'm always going to teach, and I'm always going to travel. And that means even if I have to read boring books, I'll read them if they're important. I'm going to write a book that hopefully isn't boring. And I'll even queue for hours in airports, even though I actually hate travel because I love being in those locations once I get there and working and living remote and immersing myself in the cultures. So the bottom line is this, if it's meaningful for you, you'll push through the tough stuff. So now you're probably wondering, well, how do I know if it's meaningful? Here's another one from Mark Manson, equally semi-disgusting. What makes you forget to eat and poop? This one comes up a lot in these type of guides where you're figuring out, you know, what's the work I should be doing. And it actually comes from the study of flow states. The guy who created that, his name is Mikhail something with a lot of C's, a lot of Z's, a lot of K's. It's some Russian or Ukrainian name. I'm not going to butcher his name by trying to pronounce it. But if you Google flow states, you'll find it. So a flow state is those rare moments where you're like tunnel vision focused and you're just killing it with not much effort. You're just super locked in. Well, how do you know what makes you forget to eat and poop or when you're in a flow state is ask yourself this, what do I do where hours pass by and it feels like minutes where you forget everything else and you just go into your own world? And yes, where you forget to eat and poop. For me, I can be doing a course or learning something or recording a podcast or something and then it's only after it's over I realize, damn, I'm hungry or I need to go to the bathroom or hours have passed by. You will have those same things in your life if you pay attention. And guys, that's it. Those questions alone, those four questions are going to help you figure out what are those things that are important to you. And they're different. Like for me, it used to be video games when I was a kid, when I was really young. I would spend hours there and I would forget to eat and poop. And even though some of the levels sucked and I couldn't you know, get past it, I just carried on. And you know that was something that I really just enjoyed at that time. But it's not important to me now and that's okay. Because walking that path for a while allowed me to, I guess, get into exploring, even though it was a virtual world and I was exploring it on a game. Now I explore the real world. Maybe that was part of the path that got me here. So it's okay. So what I hope for you in listening to this is that that endless search for finding your purpose is over. I want you to realize there's nothing wrong with you. 
you can unpause your life right now today and you don't have to wait to figure out what you're here to do. I really, really hope that you can move forward after this, even if you're only 50, 60, 70% sure what you're supposed to do. Walking that path is going to tell you the next turn for you to take. Do the work, trust your gut, and start walking, my friends. I really hope this has been helpful for you. If you're still stuck and you need help, just reach out to me, freethewageslave.com forward slash contact. Hit me up on social, Instagram forward slash freethewageslave, and I'll help you out for free. So I really just want as many of you as possible to take this call to action, to move forward, to start taking those steps in your life. I really, really hope that this has been something that allows you to do that. And please, if this is helpful, share that with anybody else in your life that keeps asking you those same questions that needs this help. All right, guys, thank you very much. Take care and I'll see you all soon in another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to talk to you about voicelink.fm. This is a place where you can send me any questions you have and I'll include the answers to your question on a future episode of the podcast. We're going to be doing a lot more listener Q&A. I'll answer questions on business, finances, entrepreneurship, marketing, travel, personal development, success, productivity. Do I believe in aliens? Is the Illuminati real? Whatever it is that you want to know, I'm going to answer those questions. Go to voicelink.fm forward slash free the wage slave. That's voicelink.fm forward slash free the wage slave.